You are now tuning in to Lex and RDDC Broadcast Station, serving up on the double doses for us all. Welcome back, everyone, to the Real Double Dose channel. This is your host, Lex, coming to you straight from the heart where the talk is real and the vibe is always live. We're happy and excited to have you on here once again because here, serving a slice of everyday life is what RDDC is all about. For any show requests, feedback, or anything under the sun that you can think of, get a hold of us, like we always say, at Real Double Dose channel at yandex.com. That's Y-A-N-D-E-X.com. And as well as Real Double Dose channel.blogspot.com. You can find the inside so much more, as well as all the pages to our wonderful guests and I guess experts there and the about me section with all the links and the travel vacations and gift card giveaways that most of you have claimed and some of you still have to get as well but remember if you are not already you can tune in to us at Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker.com Blueberry.com as well as Spotify iHeart, iTunes, SoundCloud and so much more you can find those links at the blog spot and SoundCloud page but without any delay I know you've all been excited about this and so are we we're excited to have Mr. Elliot Katz here with us and Elliot Katz is the author of seven nonfiction books has done many media interviews and speaks about the insights in this book to groups of men and women after the end of a relationship he set out to learn what it means to be a man in a relationship trendy ideas said little to him so he found powerful wisdom in the timeless lessons that fathers and other older male role models use to teach younger men. In this book, he shares his wisdom and this wisdom, and we can't wait to, for him to spill the tea. So <laughs> how are you doing, Elliot? Thank you for coming on. Good, good. Great to be here, Lex. Yes. So, I mean, can you give us a double, triple dose of this inspiration you have sparked the world with? Well, it all started, I was married. You know, what, what led me to write this book is what leads a lot of people to write these kinds of books. I was married. It was my own journey. I was married. I got divorced. And like a lot of people at first, I blamed the other person. Then I came to the point of asking myself, what do I have to learn from all this? I don't want to go through this again. And I really set out to, like, didn't know where to start. I started listening to other men. The more I listened to other men, the more it seemed we're all confused. You know, especially these days that we're hearing about toxic masculinity and men are abusive and controlling and like all these men I met like they weren't toxic they were decent people who wanted to be good husbands and good fathers and good boyfriends and they're just so confused by all these messages that they heard they really didn't know what to do and then you know I read books and like you said in the intro like these trendy ideas didn't really answer and my questions and then I turned to really the writings and teachings that have been written over the centuries by fathers and other men like advice to younger men of what it means to be a man and what blew me away was that what I learned coincided with what I heard women complain is lacking in men today. They don't show leadership, they don't make decisions, and they don't take responsibility. There seems to be this giant disconnect. So all these men who are confused, they don't want to be controlling, so they think, well, you know, I'll just step back and whatever my wife tells me to do, I'll do, and then she should be happy. And then he, he, then, but she's not happy, she's so frustrated. She And a lot of men end up divorced, and they can't think, well, I was such a good guy I, I worked hard and and I just did whatever my wife told me I come home and do whatever she told me to do and she was so unhappy we can't understand why and it's really about you know when I say about showing leadership it's about showing your share of leadership it's not about being controlling not being a tyrant it's like it's like knowing what's going on in your home seeing problems stepping forward and like hey 
in the past, I might have asked my wife, what should I do? But now, no, maybe I should come up with a solution and not leave that burden, that responsibility on her. It's really like, that's what a man should do. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. But, you know, I, I say, you know, sometimes you might want to ask your wife for input or other times you might think, well, she just wants me to handle this myself. And the fascinating thing for me in this journey was, you know, it wasn't just me and my friends. Like, I wrote this book. It's been translated to 24 languages around the world, in Europe, Asia, Latin America, Africa. All these places where you think men are so, like, macho. <laughs> they're like, you know, they're like in, in Brazil, where you think all men are macho, it's a big seller there. It's been a really, like, an eye-opening experience for me. It's like, this is really what men need, have needed to be taught, and this is what they were taught for generations by fathers and other male role models. But it seems to be a lost generation. Like, men hear this stuff. Oh, you know, develop your feminine side, express your feelings. Yeah, you know, I tell them it's okay to express your feelings sometimes. <laughs> but if you come home every day crying, it's like, it's like your wife's not going to be happy. She wants you to be the tower of strength that she can look up to. That All those old-fashioned ideas, like, really, hey, we really want a man. who's a man, not a tyrant, but some, someone we can look up to, you know, a rock that we can lean on. Uh, I'm, I'm, my mind was going deep into this because I just had a conversation uh, uh, I'll just say my wonderful one. Um, <laughs> he had given me a lecture, and he was my good, good friend, and he, he would hope to have um, some kind of future there. But at, at the end of the day, I'm not going to put it that way for wrongdoings, but I he was telling me and saying, Lex, well, pretty much I don't want the encouragement. Um, I just need you to hear me. I, you know, chew out and moan. I don't want to hear anything counterintuitive to me wanting to just complain to you because you're the only person I have to complain to. And I was thinking to myself, if you really think that I want to deal with this as far as prolonging something going down the line where I just have to be a beating pillow and just hear you talk about the things that you can change, it kind of got to my whole frustration on that level. And that's the truth too. Like a lot of people say, well, a man doesn't know how to come out and be who he is so how do i mean how does a man i mean you being a man how does a man even navigate that whole system itself from being a man like the traits of it and the choreographic of a man itself it's a very good question and, and really what what the reason he doesn't know how to choreograph being a man is because he's really confused and he's heard all these things and no one's ever told him say you know what we we'll really want a man who takes responsibility for what's going on steps forward just step back when there's a problem and ask his wife what to do or his girlfriend what to do or or you know wait for them to handle a situation and think well i'm showing i'm this nice non-controlling guy I, like so many times when i talk to men groups or you know i they would correspond with me you know and i tell them they say he's got to show your share of leadership like they say no one's ever told me this before so many men like they weren't taught what it means to be a man it, it's really like i feel the same way and then i thought well i must be the only one but like here it is all over the world men are saying yeah this is what i'm supposed to be no one's ever said this to me how come no one ever told me this you know here i am married and divorced and how come no one ever said to me this is what you need to be to be a man like not a controlling tyrant but not just someone who comes home and from work and then ask your wife what should I do what, you know I'll just do whatever you tell me to do and, and sort of oblivious to what's going on and leaving every problem to you know because he figures well his wife knows better how to solve every problem with the kid it's like hey you, you gotta it's like you're putting you think you're being a nice non-controlling guy to the woman you're putting all these this burden of the, all these responsibilities on her and she resents it you know what I, I one woman said to me when a man when I if I always have to tell a man what to do it makes me feel like he is a child and I am his mother 
and I don't want to be his mother. I'm, oh, I <laughs> agree with that. I agree completely with that. <laughs> I mean, not to sound not to sound against it, but I mean, I understand that it's always that we're the naggers. We complain. Uh, we're controlling, and it's like, well, how can we not come off as controlling when we're always put in the position to be in control? And I think you know, some people have it. Like I've seen uh, a lot of. I mean, a lot of gentlemen out there will call aggression uh, being. Some are they call physical violence being in control. Some call it just verbal hey this is me man you woman you do this and i do that and i'm like wow i, I don't think it's supposed to be a balance there somewhere yeah. right yeah. right right exactly no you're, you're absolutely right. it's just that see men are all confused about like what are we supposed to be so they don't want to be controlled but then it's it's exactly what you say you know you're nagging me well except he doesn't step forward and actually do anything on his own he waits to be <laughs> see, it's like, you know, you, why doesn't he just step forward and say you know what I'm in charge of this and this and this. I'll take care of it. You don't have to worry about it. And instead he has to be, you know, nagged and constantly badgered. Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, I always just wonder why women, I used to hear women complain, you know, I have to remind my husband to take out the garbage. And so, like, I always wonder, like, well, well, what, why, what's the issue here? And I realize it's because it's like he's being oblivious to what needs to be done in the home. Like, it's not the woman's job to tell him everything to do. Yeah. It's his job to say, to be aware of what needs to be done and say, okay, I'm doing this on Tuesday. I'm doing that. Like I'm taking, you know, just do it. Yeah, but you, that's <laughs> don't, true. Don't wait to be told. It, it's like it's because when you have to be told all the time, really, it's like she's your mother and you're the child, and she doesn't want that. No, she really doesn't want that. And, and like you know, men will say, "Well, I'm being such a nice guy." You know, one one example I like to give. You know, man's at work. His wife calls him. You know. What would you like for supper tonight? Chicken or fish? And the husband says, why is she bothering me at work? Like, whatever you make will be good. And he doesn't understand. She asked him because she wants his input. Just make a decision. Like, oh, and yeah. you know, another example, I've heard, like, I've heard this so many times I couldn't count. A single woman, a man asks her out, and she says yes, and then, she, you know, he has no plan. It's like, what do you have in mind? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that so many times. Like, they just sat there twiddling their thumbs the whole night. Yeah, but it's like, if you can't even plan where to go for a cup of coffee, how are you going to handle the real problems and challenges that happen in a family? That's how she looks at you. And you think, oh, I'm showing her I'm this nice guy. I'm not controlling. I'll let her decide. Well, but, you know, show that you can make it. Just, you know, it's not that a matter of forcing it on her, but at least... Be a man with a plan. That's the way one woman said it to me. Be yeah. a man with a plan. Uh, you know, think about what you would both enjoy doing and suggest it to her. Yeah. And, and it makes her feel special. Yet so um, many men today, they're just like, they just think, eh. I hear men even joking about it. Like one, I heard one man say, well, my wife says to me, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and they joke yeah. about this. Like, you know, I, I, I don't feel well when you say, talk like that, you know. <laughs> It's not about you controlling everything, but be yeah. a man, have an opinion, you know, your wife will respect you more for it. She really doesn't want a guy who's so weak and is so passive that he just has no opinion, just does whatever she says. It's almost like demasculinity. And I was I was telling them too, like some can be, I've seen um, a lot of my past friendships of some present to where the woman completely just disregards any kind of um, thing that he has to say. And she is very overpowering, overbearing. And I told him it doesn't mean to the point of, you know, him speaking up saying that. But I felt, I mean, I feel as though 
in my perception of what I've gotten gathered from over the years, you know, a man should be able to, you know, like you said, be able to think for his on his feet and say, well, let me think of five different things to do on this date, just in case she doesn't have a thought form that she wants to throw in there. Or let me think of what could go good with that chicken she wants to make tonight and just say, hey, why don't you add some pasta or being able to do the things and protect the home and protect the, the nurturing of that family, but still be able to sit down and have a bowl of ice cream and just cuddle while you talk about the things that are on your mind and what bother you um and then i feel i mean like from my past experience i always thought it was the aries kind of thing then i'm like no i don't read the stars but at the same time i am a star <laughs> in my heart so i'm like <laughs> look at that and i'm thinking okay don't be too you know overprotective don't be too directive and i'm like well i can't change the who i am in order to make them feel comfortable and that definitely is something that's going to come out later on but then at the same time i almost felt like in my past relationships um it, it felt like I was kind of drifting away from them even at a, a attraction mode where I was like man I feel like a mom I feel like I'm just floating here by myself and I have a robot that's here to do what I tell them to do and it didn't feel good it didn't feel good at all yeah I agree with you on that well, that's, that's exactly, that, so many men are in that situation and, and they just they're just lost you know what I mean I coach a lot of men I coach men who are divorced and like I said they like this, no one ever told me this before. They look at me puzzled, like, you got, and and the women will say, yeah, and I, I say, go ask your wife, or, you know, if they're still married, go ask your wife if this is what she wants. And, she, and, he'll, and she's, she'll be so surprised, that, yeah, I want you to make some of the decisions, not every single one, but not just waiting for me to tell, waiting for her to tell him what to do. It's very frustrating. It's like, you really feel like, hey, you're supposed to be the man here. Like, you know, step forward and, and you know, take, take charge, you know, do your share of taking charge and take responsibility and the other very important message I have is, you know, part of taking responsibility is don't blame your wife. Mm. When things go bad, yeah. don't blame her. She's your partner. If you if she if you did something that she told you to do, don't blame her. You know, if you if you knew it was wrong, you shouldn't have said we should. Have said, no, we can't do this. Whatever. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of divorces are in that situation. You know, they you know maybe they, they made some some sort of financial uh, acquisition that you know really put them in financial stress. And, and that leads to divorce. Like, well, if you knew it was wrong, you shouldn't let it go on. But don't blame her now. It's, it's your job to say, no, this we can't do this. Like, it's not responsible to do this. And I'm, I'm responsible for what goes in my home. I want my home to be a peaceful place. Don't blame her. Big mistake. I hear that all the time. Absolutely. So, I mean, do you feel that there could be any kind of reconciliation after? Okay, so a person goes and says, hey, Mr. Elliot, I want to get your insights. I've read your book. I got the goodies on what I think I need to do. And can you coach me on it? Do you think after that person gets a chance to have that whole rejuvenational system of thinking more in the correct terms, do you think it's, it's a, a possibility for them to salvage the relationship afterwards? from that level or no? Yeah, oh, definitely it is. It just really depends on timing, you know? Like, if you're already divorced and living in different cities, it might be, it's probably, <laughs> but, you know, it might, you know, it really depends on what stage people are at. I mean, I think, you know, if they're still together, if they're still talking to each other, if she's still open to like, like let, let's try to work this out. I mean, that, that's the problem. I see very often they'll say, I'll try, let's try to work this out, but the man doesn't really know what he's supposed to do. Like, he, he thinks, well, I'll just do whatever she wants. I should please her. I'll do even more. Yeah, or, that's true. And, and doesn't realize you got to step forward, deal with situations, you know, and, and you know, you got to have self-respect for yourself, too. That's part of being a strong man. Like, you know, expect to be treated well, treat your spouse well, you know, just 
take charge of situations. Don't wait for her to tell you. You know, you have a good chance. I mean, definitely, the feedback I've gotten is men have said, this book has saved our marriage. One fellow wrote, he said, Elliot Katz is living in my house. You described exactly the situation here. And I've read his book twice, and I'm doing it, and things are getting better. Yes. It, it definitely can help. It's, you know, divorce is pretty traumatic. It's very expensive. Read the book. It'll <laughs> It'll save you some, it'll save you grief, headache, and some finances, and a lot much more. It's amazing the keys you can find out just from flipping a few pages, or even clicking a few digital pages, or swiping uh, what people do. And I'm like, you know, the wisdom and the understanding, and I tell people, well, they're like, well, how did you turn uh, completely into knowing who the goddess is? The goddess myself is who I've always been, but is more of the wisdom that actually helped through opening up a book, or being able to read and hear from someone else because ultimately when I look at this I'm I'm just I mean, I'm, I'm so deep into it because you took the time to assess your situation and write it down so you could help not only yourself have more clarity and vivaciousness into your knowledge and wisdom of it, but help multiple and thousands more uh, be able to rectify what's going on with there and cut the patterns of that. So in your whole you know journey through this, and I'm pretty sure there's more revelations to come, what experiences did you come to inside of yourself? Was it a lot of like regret or, hey, oh, wow, I really didn't see that coming and now I see it? now or how is it for you well relationships are, are, are much better i mean it, it's really when you know i look back I, um, myself and i said you know, i really didn't know what i was doing i was like a lot of people reading the book i thought i was doing the right thing and doing the right thing was actually the wrong thing and you know i look back i think gee if i would have known this that's sort of what the book is i tell people these are all the things i wish i had known when i was married and now that i know them it's, it's so much better like you know, women, like, they like it. They, they, they respect, they, you know, a man wants to feel respected, and I feel respected. Yeah. It, it's, it's really, it, and it's all these things that really, like, we weren't taught. And this whole generation, you know, most of us, we're not taught these things. And now that I've learned them, I said, well, this is, this is what a man is supposed to be. And, uh, you know, especially, like I said earlier, like, the media has all these confusing ideas. It's just making men more confused. But really, a man needs to show his share of leadership. You know, take responsibility, act like a man. Don't keep asking your wife, like, tell me what to do. <laughs> tell me what to do. <laughs> Don't do it. Just take responsibility. And, and you know what? It's okay to make mistakes. You know, sometimes people are afraid of making mistakes. Well, if you're afraid of making mistakes, they'll make better decisions. You don't want people who aren't afraid of making mistakes to make decisions. Yeah. Just, just try it. And, you know, I tell men, try it. You'll see the difference. And you know the amazing thing is, <laughs> at first, with the book, I, I you know, I meant I give it to men. I read it do it you'll see things will be better so who are who buys most of the books women they yes buy for their we do boyfriends and their sons yes we and do they say you need to read this book this is what i've been trying to get through to you all this time read it yeah <laughs> That is so true. And you know what? That I mean, like your whole your whole lineage of that, if you think about it, like you were, you know, basically referencing before, it's so many different things where they've come from broken homes and they come where the mom, you know, I mean, at least 80% of the time that we knew, at least in history, the mom would be the one that they would stay with and the dad would come here and there. Um, and then their mom would have to play the dad and the mom role. So they kind of, but yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Okay, mom. You know, they went to mom for everything. So in their relationships, it kind of trickles over into them doing the same thing to their partner yeah it is different because they're more they're intimate with them on a different level but at the same time it's like that whole yeah mom and or son and mom or daughter what is it the son and mom relationship on that whole richter scale right there there we go <laughs> just that one you know i just had a, a fellow i went to his wedding 
and he, he, he came up to me at his wedding, he said, you know, and he was, what, 46 when he got married. He says, you know, your book helped me get married because he's a great guy, but he just wasn't, you know, he's kind of soft. You know, he wasn't, he, he wasn't the kind of leader that a woman wants, like, not a controlling person, but like, show some leadership. <laughs> and he said, I got married because of what I learned from your book. Wow. So that was very rewarding. Yes, that is very rewarding. I mean, maybe by the time they have their kid, they'll name him Elliot. No. <laughs> That's not, a, that's not a bad idea. I mean, some people do that to their doctors and so forth. But, I mean, I mean if you help the marriage, you get, at least give a middle name in there, you know. So Mr. E okay, or something. I'll, I'll tell him. <laughs> I'll tell him that's what I expect. <laughs> but like, hey, Lex, Lex, put that out there. I'm just saying, you could at least give me a, one of the letters in the name. Let's just put it out there. Oh, okay. But I'm wondering about this, though. How can women, I mean, this is a really good question, though. But how can women encourage and, and kind of, well, because, you know, I mean, encouraging a man or their man in particular, he might be the extra sensitive type or the pop-off type or whatever it is to take more of that domineering role to be just of his own leadership within himself but how can they help not tread the wrong way or say it the right way to where they won't take offense to it and start questioning have they been a man or are they a man in some kind of crisis and also I guess how to not be aggressively because some women have told me man I told my man I needed him to kind of step up more and be there with me and the kids and it's like he's more kind of a chauvinist it was more like this is what it is this is what I'll do this is what you do it's more like he wants to talk at her instead of talking with her like no I'm the man you're the woman so how can a woman introduce that into her relationship to, or in order to save it um, as well as far as the first conversation goes if they read the book right so you know that's a good point and it's more you know if you just say I want one of those overall instructions like I want you to step up more as a man I think you need to be, be able to sort of specific situations and sort of build them up so you know, like making a decision. If the man says, you know, where do you where do you want to go for coffee? What do you want What do you want to do about this? What do you want to do about that? Just say you you decide. I like it when you decide, and like you know, encourage oh, you in a positive yeah, that way. Sounds good. And he may decide something differently than you expected, but like unless it's dangerous, just go along with him and say <laughs> and then praise him. That was a good decision. You got sort of like you're nurturing a a small tree, right? And yeah. if you ask him to handle a situation. And he says, well, what should I do? Because that's what a man will say. <laughs> to say, I don't really know. Like, do some research. You know, check the internet. You know, speak to someone who is an expert. That, that's what I do when I'm trying to deal with the situation with our kids. So, you know, just, just like, step by step, give them those positive experiences, those positive reinforcements. You know, tell me appreciate him for dealing with the situation. Because, you know, some men will say to me, you know, I tried to show leadership. You know, I tried to do this, so she just, like, shut me down. She was so critical. She was against everything I tried to, to do. So, well, you know, so, so to try to avoid doing that. Just say, you know, less when he wants to do is damaging, just say, hey, okay, let's do it. You want to do it that way? Let's do it that way. You know, I, I had men say to me, you know, uh, well, I could lead if my wife would let me. And I said, well, you know, it, that's not how it works. You have to be a leader, but you got to step forward and do it. And she's got to feel like, hey. I'm, I want to follow his leadership because he's a good leader. Uh -huh. You have to work on yourself. I tell men that you got to work on yourself. But when a woman's giving him positive reinforcement, that definitely will, will you know, move him forward and get get him to be the kind of man you want. That is like true. The man you can respect. 
Yeah, someone that can uphold you in the situation itself as I mean as well because a strong man also um, is in desiring of a strong woman uh, herself. Because I hear some of my guy friends will be like, "Man, I don't mind doing this and that, but I find myself feeling like I'm the wife and the husband." So I mean, at the same time, it could still have a little backlash. Because I know some women will just be like, "Oh, I don't know, figure it out, figure it out," and he just feels so overwhelmed uh, by some of those things. And then at the same time, it goes vice versa, hand in hand. Because I I used to feel like okay, so. So one example for me, Ellie, let me tell you this. So I had, I think I was really critical um, at one experience and it was like, you know, my, my ex had told me, he was like, yeah, where, where you want to go out to eat? And I was like, I don't know. Why don't you just figure it out? I'm tired of figuring it out. I mean, you asked me everything and he goes, okay, okay, cool, cool, fine. So he goes, well, you don't have a problem with it, right? And I'm like, sure, that's fine. I don't care. You know, so we finally go there and I don't know if it was some, I don't know if it was a sushi bar or where, uh, but wherever this place, I think it was more of the oriental restaurant, I'm not sure, but they had a lot of wild mushroom dishes and I'm allergic to it. So, I mean, he sat there and he ordered... (laughs) He tried so hard, but he ordered like three items that had wild mushrooms in them. And I was looking at him and I just, I mean, I kind of was like, really? Like the, the place you pick out was somewhere that I can, can't can even eat anything. And I think it shot his morale down. But I mean, after a while, I did try to kind of pick him back up. So RDC families and those who are new tuning in, I just want to say that, you know, just try to subside from that, like Elliot was saying, because even though you still could order something else and just say, oh, I wasn't, you know, feeling that. I guess I looked at it more like, oh, he does even know me um after all these years to know that i'm still allergic to you know wild mushrooms but i didn't look at the fact that he felt proud of himself for picking out a place and getting us a nice table and sitting down so just the little minute things that i didn't embrace at the moment i i see the opening of that now the clarity of okay give him give him some encouragement to say man hey i'm glad you picked this restaurant out or i'm glad you decided to go you know, take us out here because people get excited from saying, oh, my boyfriend's going to cook dinner tonight. I'm so excited. And now that I'm on here in this interview with you, I'm thinking, man, that's why they're so excited because most of the time they say, I don't know. He wants me to figure out everything. So when they do have him make a surprise dinner, it's like Christmas, you know, like, whoa, I don't know what to expect. I'm excited. I mean, but unfortunately, they only say it happens once a year. Right, right. I mean, that's, you know, I I tell, uh, I, I tell men, you know, you choose a place, and if she, let's say you choose a fish place, and she has an anaphylactic reaction to the smell of fish. You know, you, you can tell them, man. You can say, just that's not a good place. Cause I have an allergy. Uh, one more place, and we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to speak up in that sense because you know, if you have an allergy, it could damage you. But generally, just you know, just praise. And he wants to feel. You know, women, men really want to feel they're making the woman happy, and she's pleased with what he what he does for her, and and just feel. And she feel good. She feels good about the kind of person he is. So if you know, just give him, let him decide. Like I said, unless it's dangerous, just say go along. Just say okay, that sounds like a good idea. That was a good decision. Yeah. You want to go to this Starbucks for coffee? Sounds great. That sounds so good right now. Actually, one of those little you know lemonades sound really good too. <laughs> just throwing that out there real quick. Um, but you know how how is your like what is your idea or is your well how the perception of how you do see or how media puts it out there for like the sitcoms and the TV shows and so like how, you know what is that ideology behind that? It's 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 very sad. It, you know when you think about it, uh, back in the 1950s we had a show called Father Knows Best, which was very idyllic and unrealistic. But the father came home. He wasn't oblivious to what's going on. He, he saw problems that could benefit from his leadership, and he stepped forward and he solved them. I mean, it's all very idyllic and unrealistic. But there was a really positive message that 
that's the father's job. Know what's going on in your home and step forward and, you know, if a situation can benefit from your leadership, help help resolve it. You know, today, the shows on TV, they're just portraying men as, you know, incapable buffoons. Where, you know, and when you combine that with what we were talking about, men, boys growing up without male role models, they go to school, most teachers are women. Like, where is a young boy to learn about being a man? He, you know, really, that's what a young boy looks to it father or other man to say, you know, I'm watching you because I want to learn about being a man. You know, I'm listening to what you say because I want to learn I want to learn how a man talks to other people. I want to learn how a man talks to a woman or how a man talks to his wife. You know, he's learning from that, from that, you know, watching his father. So it's, it's really been so lost today. And you know, it's not just for sons, it's for daughters too because daughters often look to their fathers as a role model of what a man should be. Yeah. A man puts a kind of daughter kind of husband his daughter will choose by being that kind of man and it really forces the man to say hey I gotta clean up my act I gotta be a role model and think about whatever I do I gotta think about it being the proper example for my daughter and for my son so it's a big responsibility it's uh but that's our job and and so many boys and girls have grown up without that influence it's very sad today yeah based on that though like you were saying women are more prone to going to relationships that aren't probably the healthiest for them because they've seen different things while they're growing up like the the traits of their dad and the habits of him when the relationship with their parents i've heard that a lot a lot you know uh, the, the father is an unhealthy role model and then the daughter ends up with a man just like her father you know with the same negative traits it's very sad and then there's the other part of where a lot of daughters grow up without fathers at all and you know they hunger for uh, you know a father uh you know, and they'll choose a, a man who's like a father to them. You know, they're trying to replace that father. And they call it, they call it daddy issues. That woman has daddy issues. She, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still trying to resolve things with her father who, who disappeared when she was a child. Very sad. Very sad. It's uh, very, uh, very sad. Very somber feeling it does. You know, and I, I mean, yeah. like, honestly, just from... Just from being able to speak with you, it opens up your mind to a whole entire level. Because, I mean, I, I look at the relationships that I've even had platonically most um, from different le- aspects. And it's always something that reminds me of my dad. Where, you know, I married for 20 years and my mom was like, look, at the end of the day, the road loves you more than you love home. So it was kind of like I always feel that way where people say, well, commitment issues. And I said, well, I think it's more of a abandonment reverse issues to where I'm always ready to go, where I'm always ready to leave. I'm always ready to say, hey, I'm done. That's fine. Because I'm trying to beat them to the punch or I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, okay, well, you do what you do and I do what I do. But eventually, everyone, all of us, it has to come down to finding the road to a better discovery of how to make it work. I mean, there's going to be so many broken homes, so many kids without parents that could definitely make it work with just a few tweaks um, of being able to have that kind of balance in between there. And it's good, Ellie, that you came out to be able to say something about it and have so many people say, man, thank you for the clarity upon having, you know, this book that you have out. So, I mean, do you want to list some of the, the books that you do have that some of the listeners can go discover and kind of enhance? Well, this this book is the main one. The other books are actually uh, about the outdoors. <laughs> hey, that's, book, that's still beautiful. That's still beautiful. You can have a picnic outside. <laughs> <laughs> being the Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man, and that's by Elliot Katz, K-A-T-Z, and it's available on Amazon as a paperback and as an e-book on Amazon Kindle, Kobo, and iBooks. 
And my website is uh, com, and Elliot is spelled E-L-L-I-O-T-T, double T, K-A-T-Z dot com. And you could uh, go there and contact me if you have questions. I'll be happy to talk to you. And uh, you can also subscribe to the articles I write. And I really welcome hearing comments from people because, uh, you know, I think, you know, like I said at the right beginning, there's so much that people don't know. There's this wisdom that's been around for you know, many years and that this generation uh, didn't, didn't receive. We were told all these other things that just don't seem to be working. So give it a try. It's a lot easier than getting divorced. Yeah, uh, I bet. You'll, yeah. <laughs> you'll see. It, it'll make a difference. That's, that's the amazing thing. You know, it's sometimes in a relationship, people will say, you know, well, you know, nothing seems to be working. I'll try this. Then it works. So, so try it. You'll see. And, you know, you know, you can look on Amazon at the comments. People say, how this book really helped their relationship, how improved their marriage. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. I mean, you improved my clarity just now. And for all okay. those who is just even having, you know, the slightest kind of shift, I know some of you will be downloading this, uh, you know, by the time it airs and having MP3s in your car. Some of you say you hear it 17 times before you actually feel that power inside of you to make a momentum. But at the end of the day, that one, that one out of all the statistics and all the analytics you can see, there's one of you, there could be more, that is going to take initiative and make that step forward. And whatever it is, you're still going to spread that around. And we just hope that it helps enhance everything that you have out there. Because we at RDC, or at least Tony and Angela, Shyla and I, or Sheila, Shyla, I call her Shyla, Sheila. But uh, we definitely like finding out this insight and getting so much more. And I'm thankful that Mr. Elliot Katz came on here to share his insights. And if you have anything else that you want to ever bring on the show and just update us with um, as far as what's going to be out there, please let us know, Mr. Elliot. We will get that out there as soon as can. But we want to thank you for being on this show. And again, I'm just going to repeat this. That's www.elliotcats.com. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-T-K-A-T-Z.com. As well as having that, we're going to have Mr. Elliot's information and his whole posting on a dedicated page at realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com where you can go always check those out. Don't, don't be shy to go on there. No one's going to know if you order the book and you have problems with your relationship. Hashtag, we all have problems in a relationship and it stems from somewhere and we we can change it now in order to affect the future of those to come, those who are here, and those who still need healing from what was. Um, that's the whole message of it. Is there anything else you want to add out there to the listeners at all? No, that's the main thing. I think to just try it, you'll see, it, like I said, a lot of people may feel uncomfortable with these ideas because they haven't never heard them before, but do it. You'll see. If, it, if you feel uncomfortable, it's a good sign. It's on the road to change and, and having a happier, better marriage and relationship. You'll see. It will work. Yeah, it will. It will work if you put your effort and your whole being into it. At least put half into it in the beginning and let the whole come on, <laughs> kind of come on in there. We know how it goes with the stubbornness that happens in there. So until then, everyone, just remember to check out realdoubledosechannel.blogspot.com where you can find all the information and so much more, as well as any inquiries directly. You can still reach out to us at realdoubledosechannel at yandex.com. Uh, remember to sign up for your free vacation giveaways to Puerto Vallarta and Jamaica and so much more that is coming and we love you so remember to be the change feel the passion embrace the power of that wonderful spirit you're amazing thank you elliot for being on here with us and we'll be back with you very 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 soon okay thank you very much